Oh, hello there, beautiful listener. I'm Paul Jarvis, and this is the Sunday Dispatches. FreshBooks has launched an all-new version of their cloud accounting software so you can spend more time doing the work you love and less time stressing over paperwork. For your 30-day free trial, go to freshbooks.com sunday or just enter Sunday Dispatches in the How Did You Hear About Us section. So this is an interesting one to do as a podcast because I'm going to talk to you today about writing, but I'm going to talk about writing instead of writing about writing. So this might make more sense on my mailing list of Sunday Dispatches or on my site, but whatever, guys and girls, let's uh, dive in. So I want to talk to you today about writing good. So for anyone to notice your words, you've got to write good. And obviously, this means it doesn't have to be technically correct. Otherwise, I know I would have said write well. So please don't email me telling me about my intentional grammar mistake. It was on purpose, I promise you. So really, though, I have the worst technical writing ever. Ask my copy editor or editor or literary agent. Good writers don't have to be great at knowing the super difficult English written language. It's seriously complicated and full of rules that kind of make no sense. I can hear collective sighs from serious writers as I say this, but it's true. I never learned the ins and outs of writing in school. For some reason, my school system didn't figure that the written word was useful. So I'm a horrible technical writer, and I'm actually okay with that. So people other than writers, like the folks I just mentioned, my editor, copy editor, and agent, are all much smarter at the technical stuff than I am. So I think that a writer's job is to make clear and effective points with their words. If those words have a few spelling mistakes or grammar errors or typos, that's fine. I'd rather write clearly and make the occasional mistake than take a million times longer to write but have it perfect in the first draft. And just because catching typos is my Achilles heel doesn't mean that I'm a shitty writer. It just means that I'm shitty at catching typos. They're related, but they're different skills. That doesn't mean that you can't work at improving your technical skills as a writer. Each time someone smarter than me edits something that I write, I pay attention. So what did they change? Why did they change it? How does it sound now? What can I learn from it? When I started, I didn't even have any idea what things like active or passive were or why they mattered. But I watched and I learned. And I'm not 100% great at that, but I'm getting better. So writing good also means that you can communicate clearly, not using the biggest words or the shiniest industry jargon. Clear writing means writing simpler than you think. For some reason, people who have a way with words can think that those words resonate truer if there are more flourishes and embellishments. Don't do that. Seriously, don't do that. Making sense is priority number one. Everything else comes second. The best writing on a subject can be understood by someone who doesn't know anything about that subject. If you can't explain something with your words that an absolute beginner couldn't understand, then you've got to practice writing more because it can take time and I still don't even have the firmest grasp on it. So writing good means that you don't matter. Yes, it could be a personal memoir or a point you're making about your own life, but still, in this case, you don't matter. The you part of your writing is only important as it relates to the reader. The reader matters more. Except, I guess, if you're writing in your journal and you're the only person that's ever going to read it, then I guess you're the reader and the reader matters more and it's you. And that's weird, so I'll move on. If you're writing for others like blog posts, books, courses, newsletters, then you're writing for someone else. Make sure they matter in your words and make sure there's a reason that matters to them in your words if you're sharing. 
FreshBooks can now count over 10 million freelancers and business owners as part of their tribe. How'd they do that? Well, for 13 years, they've obsessed over making their accounting software fast, ridiculously easy to use, and built specifically for creatives, not number pushers. So I can't cover all the features, but you can send a branded invoice in under 30 seconds, you can see when the clients looked at it, and you can get paid in two clicks. So if you haven't checked out FreshBooks, do it. Do it now. They've got a 30-day no credit card required free trial. So go to freshbooks.com slash Sunday or just type in Sunday Dispatches in the How Did You Hear About Us section. If the people you're writing for aren't interested in what you've written for them, then it sucks, but it just means that you've assumed wrong. You thought something was important to them and it wasn't, which is actually kind of fine because we all assume the wrong things all the time, even great writers who I've talked to, and I know a couple, not myself, obviously. All this means is that you've got to spend a little more time paying attention to the people you're writing for. Maybe it means asking them, which gasp means actually talking to them, which I realize is something a lot of writers don't want to do because writing to people is easier than talking to people. I know this. I feel this. So writing good also means that you're leaving your readers with something at the end, a call to arms, a call to action, a task, or even just a whole whack of knowledge. But in order for it to be good, it's got to give something away to that reader or to several readers. Writing good isn't about coming up with the most epic piece of writing that'll instantly go more viral than a cat jumping out of a cardboard box. Some good writing is a slow burn. Some writers get popular years after their words or unfortunately sometimes after they die. Some good writing is like a big spark in a leaky gasoline store, which by the way is the worst store idea ever. There's no real scientific way to know if your writing is going to hit the mark, get shared, go viral, hit the New York Times bestseller list until after it's been written and shared. So contrary to what growth hackers will tell you, writing good doesn't mean you have to write massively long pieces either. You write until you've made a point, hopefully in as few words as possible. There's an old story that goes that Hemingway was out for drinks with some of his bros and bet the table $10 each that he couldn't craft an entire compelling story in six words. So he gathered up all the money, grabbed a napkin and wrote, for sale, baby shoes, never worn. Chilling, isn't it? So that six-word story can be more compelling than any 4,000-word ultimate guide to ultimate guides SEO-loving piece ever. So writing and sharing is absolutely within your control as well. What happens after isn't. Most of the time, at least for every writer that I've ever talked to, the pieces of writing that they think are the absolute worst that they share anyways end up doing the best. So you just don't know. You can just write good as often as possible and share that. The more you share, the more chances you get at writing something that leaves a mark. It's a war of attrition, but you've got unlimited ammunition. It's called your brain and its ability to listen to other people and then write stories based on that. So word length, grammar, typeface, first person, who cares? That's like debating shades of white in a paint store. It really fucking doesn't matter at the end of the day. White is white, good is good. Writing well simply means that you can clearly share a valuable idea with someone else. That is it. <laughs> 